Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spirit of Fire podcast for September 29th, 2013. The title of this podcast is Cover Band. You'll understand in a little while. We'll get to that momentarily. First, I want to uh, say who I am and introduce my co-host. This is Sal, otherwise known as Halo Fan for Life from HaloFanForLife.com. I have with me, as always, Martin and Zach. Uh, Martin, you want to say hello there? Good morning, lads. How you doing? Uh, Good evening to you. Martin is in Australia. We've got that 12-hour difference there. So while we're recording this here at 8 8 p.m. my time in Pittsburgh, it's 8 a.m. his time. And we have Zach, who's an hour behind me in Chicago. Hey, Zach, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Mike? Good, man. Glad to have you back. Uh, Unfortunately, you had to miss uh, last week there, but uh, glad to see you here, man. Yeah. Sorry I missed it. It was a uh, long span of 11 days in a row at work, so. Ah, (laughs) lucky you. Lucky you. (laughs) All right, well, let's get started here. Uh, We've got a couple of really good discussions coming at the uh, end of the podcast, but in the meantime, as always, we start off with the week in Halo. Uh, We talked about this briefly at the end of the the podcast last week, and I'm going to mention it here because it's very pertinent to the last topic that we'll be talking about. Uh, Headhunter and Stockpile were found by some Halo 4 modders, uh, and that they... Uh, we're easily able to uh, implement this into Halo 4 and uh, as a play as playable game types. And I have to say that I thoroughly enjoyed Headhunter in uh, in Halo Reach. Um, Zach, uh, you can remember as well. You know, we would get on the powerhouse and we'd wait down by the cliffside and just pop people like crazy yeah. and wait till the sp- score point came up close to us, and then we just cleaned up on those uh, skulls and. Uh, this is a game type I most definitely hope comes back uh, to uh, to Halo Four now. Uh, Stockpile was another one where you could, you know, you basically grab uh, the flags, you put them in the score point, wait for the score point to, to count down. However many flags you had in that score point, when it counted down to zero, you got scores for, and uh, that was quite enjoyable too. I like playing that. Um, what do you guys think about those coming back into matchmaking? Would you like to see them? Oh yeah, of course, most definitely. <laughs> Hopefully uh, we get to hear that good old Skullmanjaro again. That was a, a fun metal to, to hear for a while. Uh, but keep that in mind, folks, because, again, that's going to be uh, pertinent to one of the uh, topics later on. Uh, the next thing is there is a Master Chief snowboard that is for pre-order on Halo Waypoint. And I say pre-order uh, because there's only going to be 100 of them made, and uh, I guess they are making these per whatever the pre-orders are. So there are varying sizes that you can choose from, uh, and they're only going to make those sizes then that are ordered. Now, uh, just to add this in, I think we might have mentioned this in the last podcast too, but I'll mention it again. Um, these snowboards are not cheap, folks. They're $500. Now, i got to be honest with you. Uh, it's just a snowboard, okay? Unless you're an active snowboarder, uh, I don't really see a reason to get this other than it being something nice to hang on the wall. And for $500... That better be a freaking masterpiece. It's a nice little piece of artwork, but it's not something I certainly would get. Uh, and no offense, but it's just not the kind of thing that, uh, you know, I see the average everyday collector getting or fan getting. You know, this would be for those rare few folks. And again, with it only being a hundred, they probably will sell them. 
but you know that's something that's just not for me. Uh, what do you guys think? You get any plans on maybe getting it, or are you passing on this? <laughs> Definitely uh, I'm, passing. Yeah, I'm passing as well. You've got to you've got to think as well. Who's making these decisions? What should we market next? I know. Wait yeah. for it. Let's do a snowboard. Yeah, edition five hundred dollars snowboard. Yeah, that has absolutely nothing to do with Halo. There's not like any snowboarding in Halo, and you know, yeah, you know, let's let's market that. Okay, I mean, it's yeah. kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like pretty pointless. I yeah, mean, it is exactly. There's a ton of other things that they could create and market that aren't as expensive, and you know, make a whole lot more Halo fans happy than to put out something like this that's so limited, that costs so much money, and really isn't something that's desirable by most Halo fans. I mean, I mean, look, come on. You know, I, I don't know what the actual numbers are, but I, I got to think that most aren't into snowboarding, you know? I've got yeah. it. I've got it. I don't know what they're doing. They're going to make another Avalanche remake and then put a snowboarding game type in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there Avalanche. you go. There you go. <laughs> Not. <laughs> uh, okay, so now the next uh, the next thing briefly here. Uh, this is something that's kind of cool that uh, they started off uh, the week prior with. Um, they are doing this thing where it's uh, it's like an article from the newly released Halo Four Essential Video. Uh, not sorry, not video visual guide. Uh, and this week they did uh, articles on Meet Julam Dama as well as Meet Catherine Halsey. And what they've done is they've taken some of the graphics from uh, what's in the book. They put them up on Halo, a uh, Halo Waypoint, rather. And, uh, you know, you can read uh, a bit of what that was about in the game. Uh, what's good here is that these, are, these graphics are a little different uh, in that uh, you're able to download a nice uh, resolution version of it. Uh, myself, I've been clipping these out and putting them into a big composite. Uh, graphic because whenever they're finally done with them, I want to show like a size chart. The difference between, for instance, uh, Halsey, and then they have all five of Majestic Team, as well as Julem Dama. I'm hoping they'll do the Librarian and possibly the Didact as well, uh, and maybe some of the other ones. And then it'll, we'll be able to see uh, in this size chart how big you know these uh, these persons are. But uh, so they're cool little things to look forward to, and hopefully they'll do some more of it. Okay, so now the next thing we're talking about is the Halo Bulletin. Uh, in the Halo Bulletin, and I'm going to pull that up while we're talking about it here. I don't know if you guys had a chance to read it, but there's some good news in there. Uh, certainly, I know for uh, for Zach, who happens to like snipers, there is a big snipers update. Yeah, um, it is for me. Yeah. I love snipers. Oh, really? Oh, I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Okay. Because you, you don't need to play it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> I'm not that much of an authoritarian, am I? Don't answer no, that. No. Don't answer that. <laughs> but, uh, no, actually, I, I actually would kind of like to play snipers because of some of these changes. Uh, they have updated a lot of the spawns on Ragnarok now so that you're not getting spawned in the middle of the map and essentially getting spawned killed uh, or basically not living very long before you end up getting sniped. Uh, so that's a good thing. They've added in uh, Pitfall uh, as well as two community-forged uh, maps. One's called the Ark 
and the other one is called Opticon. Uh, I've had an opportunity to briefly look at the Arc, and uh, it looks pretty cool. I like the, uh, the layout of it. I haven't had a chance to look at Opticon yet. Uh, it is nice to see that uh, some community uh, maps are making it into matchmaking. I do wish that they would have a community playlist, and I think that there might be one coming. I can't recall. But, uh, you know, it's nice to see these coming uh, as well. Um, there's a couple of other things regarding snipers. There is a new game type that's called Snapshot. And this one I'm actually pretty excited about. It looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, the idea with Snapshot is um, that your scores will only count if you kill somebody while, they're, while you are unzoomed. So, you know, yes, you can kill people if you're zoomed in, but that doesn't count towards the score for your game. So, um, you know, I don't know if that's even going to count in your KD or not. It may or may not. But the whole point is, is uh, forget about, you know, zooming in and trying to kill somebody that way for score uh, to win. Uh, I like Snapshot. I, I like hearing the metal uh, being called out by the announcer. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, you guys uh, you guys looking forward to that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then here's another cool thing uh, they are coming out with, and this is, again, related to Sniper still. Uh, there's going to be Covenant as well as Forerunner Sniper game types. Mm. Uh, and that's kind of cool. Uh, you have to assume then that it's going to be uh, the Beam Rifle. Uh, and then with uh, Forerunner, I would think it would be the binary. I mean, I can't see it being the light rifle because the light rifle really isn't a sniper type of weapon. Right. But um, so that's kind of cool. You know, if it's something that you need to work on for commendations, like I do with the beam rifle, which I would love for you guys to play snipers with me. Did I actually say that? Wow. Uh, <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, can I give that in writing? Well, well, it's on, it's on recording. Yeah, now. it's it's recorded, so you actually will have that. Uh, so yeah, I'll play snipers as long as we're doing forerunner, I mean, uh, not forerunner uh, covenant, but uh, no, if oh, it's yeah. snapshot, that's cool too. So uh, so yeah, that's kind of cool. I'm glad they're uh, adding those things in. Um, any words on that, guys? What do you think? I'm digging it. I'm digging it a lot. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I haven't played Halo in a little bit, but uh, yeah, what? Come back for this. What? Why is that? What? Uh, what? What else have you been doing with your time? Grand Theft Auto. Oh, oh, yes, uh, that that very violent game with um, sexual overtones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> tons and tons and tons. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I actually haven't played it yet. There's a couple reasons for it. It's it. You know, you, you were nice enough to get it for me, but. Uh, I'm a little fearful for playing that when my wife is home because, you know, she's going to be hearing these things coming from the basement. That's where my setup is at. And, uh, you know, I don't want her to be freaking out like, what the hell are you watching or listening to or whatever, you know? And, you know, because <laughs> the gunfire and all that, she's used to that with Halo. But, you know, I, I know certain of the other things that happen in GTA. And, uh, you know, like if I'm at a strip club in the game, yeah, that's not going to go over too well. So, let me put it this way: if there's a filter on GTA to take out the swearing, three quarters of the dialogue would be gone. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> All right. So, moving on in the bulletin, uh, there is a new game type. Uh, it's called Conversion, and 
it looks like this is going to possibly be implemented into matchmaking. Uh, it's based off of extraction. Uh, and the people that made this were trying to emulate invasion from reach. So it sounds like the spawns occur uh, basically as you start to convert certain areas. So this is interesting. I played it in an early uh, play test, and, uh, and it was good. Uh, it definitely needed some work, but again, this was an early on. I think I played it in uh, June or maybe July, but I know it's been worked on since then, and apparently it's gotten even better. There's two maps right now that they have for it. One is called Colony, and the other one is Firebase. I played on Firebase. Have you guys had a chance to play on uh, on Conversion yet? No, man. Okay. No, well, for, for you guys as well as everybody else, if you check out uh, my site, halofanforlife.com, there is... Uh, there, there are links for the conversion game type itself, as well as both the maps, Firebase and Colony. Uh, I posted that um, within the bulletin that I posted on the 26th just a few days ago, so you can look it up through there. Uh, so that's it for the Halo bulletin. Uh, other than uh, at the very end, there is the normal uh, screenshot spotlight, which included Ricochet, which uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, Ricochet is definitely uh, one of our most favorite game types. Uh, oh, yeah. And I was very happy to see that, uh, you know, it was some good screenshots that came from that. Uh, my particular favorite uh, was one that's called, it looks like it's Barrigan, done by, uh, done by uh, XX Devious. Essentially, it's just the skull straight on. Uh, within the ball, and uh, that looks pretty cool. But there's some other good ones there. There's one with uh, the ball kind of being thrown in motion. There's another one that looks like it's going to be a, uh, a ball assassination. Uh, so, you know, some cool little shots out of that. Any uh, Anything else to add on the bulletin, fellas? Not much. Brief. Yeah, pretty <laughs> clear and concise this week. Yeah. Yeah, there's not too much more to go on there. Okay, uh, well, let's see. Before we get into the last two topics, uh, uh, McFarlane Toys, uh, who has the license for uh, action figures, Halo action figures, has finally released Series 2 of their Halo 4 action figures. And uh, people have been finding uh, the Master Chief as well as the exclusive uh, CIO Spartan and the Scout Spartan. Uh, and the rest of the wave should be showing up. If, the, if they're not already in stores, they'll be very shortly. In fact, I'm lucky enough that I actually have uh, a wave coming from an online retailer that I've had. I've had this thing on order for I don't know how many months, many months. But um, this was kind of put on hold for a while <clears throat> because I believe it was that 343 approached McFarlane about adding in codes uh, with the um, with the toys so that you could get uh, codes for, uh, armor skins and weapon skins. And, uh, I, th- I guess McFarlane was all too happy to oblige them on that. And I'll, again, I'm just kind of, you know, this is just conjecture on my part. I don't have anything concrete to say that this is what happened, but, um, <clears throat> anyway, so, uh, one of my friends who lives out in California, he and his son, uh, his son of which, uh, is in, uh, is in my gaming group. Uh, they were at uh, their local Walgreens, and they found uh, extras of the Chief and the CIO Spartans. So they were nice enough to send me one of each of those. So uh, I got those, reviewed those on the site. Um, 
the skins that you get with those, uh, one is uh, the Riptide uh, Assault Rifle skin, and the other one is the Bones Weapon skin for the DMR. Uh, mm. They're both pretty cool. They, uh, the, they both kind of have this bluish... Uh, skin that's over top of the dark gray black of the each of the weapons, so it's kind of neat. Um, the one that I'm looking forward to the most, though, is the Didact figure because the mm-hmm. figure itself is nearly twice as tall as the Master Chief figure. Comes in at nine and a half inches tall, and it includes two codes. One is for a suppressor skin, and the other is for the Venator armor skin. And both skins have a similar theme in that certain lines within the uh, either the weapon or the armor are kind of this glowing orange. Now, you can change the colors, mind you, so you, know, you can make it whatever you want it to be. But it's where they have them placed at that if you use orange as the secondary color and steel as uh, the primary color, at least for the weapon anyway, I mean uh, the armor anyways... Um, it kind of looks like something that would be Forerunner-ish. In fact, it's almost as if it's like the Didact when it comes to the armor uh, for the skin. So that's pretty cool. Something I'm definitely looking forward to. All right. Well, we kind of got through those pretty quickly, and there's a reason for that. We've got two topics that we're going to discuss here. I'm not sure how long for each of them, but they're pretty important. Uh I'll mention both of them, and then we'll go ahead and get into the first one. Uh, The first one is uh, Halo Pros that have gone to uh, Call of Duty uh, because of various reasons, one of which is that the money just isn't there for Halo. Uh, And then the other topic of conversation, uh, this will span more than this, but this is how I'll open it. It's going to be that uh, theater for campaign does, in fact, exist. And uh, I've got a link for it on my site. I just found this out today. And uh, to say the least that I'm a bit livid uh, is probably being conservative. Uh, The reason why I say that is uh, I have been asking and asking and asking for theater. And this is not something that 343 has released. In fact, it's actually uh, a modder that found it. And the code exists. It's there. And they were able to get it. In fact, I downloaded a link from their their uh, uh, file share and was able to watch two missions of the campaign in theater. So the hmm. question then is, why do we not have this? But we'll get into that. For right now, let's get to that first topic. Um, and Zach, since he's our pro guy, we're going to have Zach talk about this and then Martin and I. We'll chime in with our uh, our thoughts and ideas and uh, you know and all that. So uh, Zach, it's your bit. Go ahead, man. All right. So um, having dabbled in the dark side that is COD, um, I definitely I definitely understand the draw and the sort of mysticism, if you will, of COD itself. It's fun. I mean, people die pretty instantly when you shoot them. Um, but about <laughs> I would say over a month and a half now, a pretty well-known um, YouTuber and um, personnel in the Halo scene. I'm not going to give away his name because he doesn't need any more credibility. Oh, God, I was just about to say it, but you know what? You're right. <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, he made this video. It's kind of a rant-ish thing um, talking about how with you know the uncertainty of AGL events in the future and anything bigger – to come out of Halo post, you know, the uh, global championships, 
um, he was saying that people should, after global championships, switch to COD, practice Black Ops 2, COD Ghosts will come out in November, and then you'll have what he calls a real shot at making a big, you know, making a big name for yourself in the Call of Duty scene. Now, obviously, you've got to go if if you if you're a Halo pro who's been playing Halo for years and years, like we're talking like people like um, Legit or people like that. I mean, you've got a lot of skills to Halo. Um, moving into COD, I don't think is going to be so easy, but. Basically, his reasoning for moving to Halo is that there's no more money in Halo. He himself said that why he wants to move to COD is because there's more exposure for himself and for, you know, his endeavors and making a business out of what he calls gaming. Um, Now, he basically kind of quote-unquote, shits on the whole Halo community and says... No, not quote-unquote. He, he shits on them. Yeah, Go ahead. It's yeah. okay. You, you don't have to be political here. He uh, he just basically, you know, says that Halo sucks and there's no, you know, there's no money in it, there's no notoriety in it, and there's no way right now for you to make a name for yourself. Um. Now, that sparked a lot of backlash. It was it was kind of, you know, down the middle, I think. Um, there was a lot of people who agreed with him and a lot of people who were like, you know, what the hell? You know, you're supposed to be this big um, personality in the community. Why, why are you saying this right now? Um, my feeling after watching it was kind of like a how dare you kind of thing. Um... It's it's kind of like you're biting the hand of something that made you so famous in the first place. Sure. Like back in the day, Halo Two, Gandhi and Ghost Ami, which I already gave away his name, um, <laughs> were it's okay. You know, huge in the Halo Two scene, pros even in Halo Three, uh, and now Gandhi himself. This is the guy who made this video. Um, is a personality, but since he's quote unquote not getting paid enough, um, he feels that it's time for people to switch to COD. Now it, it's kind of funny that you that you're saying all this because uh, you know I kind of used to give you shit for for going to play COD there for a it's while. That's true. true. But but, uh, but you know you're also not one of these ones that, uh, you know, was getting paid for it. I mean, you're just gaming, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, the reason why I played COD was because Reach wasn't that fun to me. But then when the new game came out, I may sound a little hypocritical, but when the new game came out, Halo 4, it was a lot more fun than prior game. So that's why I came back to Halo. Call of Duty is definitely one of those games that... it's easy to pick up for a beginner. Like you can, you can be really, really bad at shooters, pick up Call of Duty. And because of the fact you die so easily, um, you know, there's not much of a learning curve. So the fact that pros are coming out, especially Gandhi, and they're saying, you know, give up Halo, come to COD, um, start getting some notoriety. As you said, so, you know, there's body in the hand that feeds you. Like it's, it can't happen. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like you, you shouldn't have that that kind of mindset that, yeah, okay, um, just because the base and, the, and the, the notoriety and the money isn't there at the moment doesn't mean it's not going to be in the future. And, I mean, 3 for 3 have already said that they're going to be having more tournaments. They're trying to get more money back into that scene. So, yeah, we might occasionally badmouth what 343 is doing, but at least they're supporting the competitive community. Yeah. Eventually, you know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. yeah. You know, now, it's funny. Um, I had a discussion with several of my other uh, Xbox Live friends uh, about this topic yesterday, and I was actually surprised at some of their responses. Um they basically were saying, well, you know, if you're looking at it from a business perspective and that this is kind of their job, then, you know, they don't blame them for going to COD if that's where the money's at. You know, yeah. I, I do see that. However, yeah. however, we're talking about people that have been involved with the Halo community for many, many years. In Gandhi, uh, not Ghostyami. Ghostyami is a good guy. Okay, yeah, I have yeah. no no qualms at all with uh, uh, or no problems with Ghostyami at all. Gandhi is the one that I particularly do not like. Yeah. Um, he has tons of followers, and mm-hmm. so like it or not, a lot of those followers are going to listen to what he has to say, and that's only going to further drive people away from Halo. Uh, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Maybe you shouldn't make it so public, though. Uh, you know, yes, I've got my issues. In fact, I'll be bringing up some of my issues that I have with Halo uh, after this article. But uh, the point is, is I still play it. It is my primary, in fact, at this point, pretty much my only game that I play. So regardless of what issues I may have with it, I still back the game. And... You know, okay, so it's a business venture for you. So, meaning Gandhi. So, what I take from that then is, I've got no respect for him, as him being any part of the Halo community. Then, he's not in this for Halo. He's in this for money. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the best way to sum it up. You know, from a business perspective, as I was listening to this, because I watched it a couple times. At, like as I was listening to him, from a business standpoint, if 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 you're looking at this to try to make a living, you know, and further your career in gaming, call, switching to Call of Duty right now is probably a really good decision. But if you're playing professionally because you're you have a love for the game, um, you don't just drop it when it gets tough. You know, if That's anything, right. now in the Halo pro scene is when you can make a name for yourself because there's not that much or not that many people in it. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I was thinking, you know, for those few tournaments that are there, then if you're that freaking good, man, you should be able to go to all of them and just clean house. Right. You know, and, uh, one of the guys who, um, you know, another pro, a big name pro formal, he's on ambush right now. Probably one of the top teams in the halo competitive scene he is planning on switching to Call of Duty after AGL 10, which to me, if you're on the top team in the scene, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. Yeah, he was one of those ones that made it into the final eight of uh, the Halo 4 GC. Exactly. 
it's like you're good at this game and you've made a name for yourself, but now you're going to switch to something else where you might not be as successful. It just, it, it just, I, I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. That's why I say, you know, the, this for them becomes a business thing. It's not, it's no longer for the love of the game. And this is why, you know, I turn my back on many of the pros then for that because they're in it for the money. They're not in it for the love of the game. Maybe not all of them, but every time I keep looking at these kinds of things, that's what I'm seeing. The overwhelming majority of them are in it for the money. And a lot of them, I hear them just trash talking the rest of the community, uh, you know, calling, you know, calling most of us casuals, even though we're competitive in our gameplay. I might not be as good as you are. That doesn't mean I'm casual, you know, Uh, and I don't like that. You know, I don't like that they, you know, that they act that way. You know, this, this elitist attitude. Yes. Okay. You're good at the game and that makes you an elite player, but I got to be honest with you. I've said it before. If these, if these uh, uh, competitive uh, leagues dropped off the face of the earth, it wouldn't hurt me in, a, in the slightest. Uh, now I know that you're you're into it, Zach, and and we've talked about it before about how there's there is exposure and money and so on uh, that can be made by the developers by getting into this. So. 343 really needs to then consider, are they going to take the forefront to this or are they going to continue to allow, uh, you know, gaming leagues like AGL or, or whomever else, whether it be UMG uh, or other ones to come in and uh, and run Halo, you know, as a tournament goes, um, you know, there's a lot of ifs, ands or buts on that, you know, you know, I look at it as uh, personally, I would like to just have three four three work in the game and give us a good, you know, a great game. Yeah. However, uh, with some of the recent issues that I've had with uh, with certain AGL personalities, we'll say I don't even want to bring up the whole thing all over again. Uh, but uh, I have no faith in some of these leagues that are up and coming. Uh, you know, making Halo big again. Uh, yeah. I think really, I think the only way that it's going to happen again is they got to partner back up with MLG and really make it something. Because right now, I don't see any other group out there. I don't care if it's Virgin Gaming either, uh, you know, because I'll be honest with you, uh, most of us are still pissed off at what happened with Virgin Gaming with regards to either the Halo Forge Global Championship or uh, that farce of a contest they had back in. Yeah, uh, what was January. it? January or February? I mean, come on, you know. I mean, if, if three for three are going to end up back with MLG, you know, they're going to have to make a decision. They're going to have to stick to it because you can see why MLG left. I mean, the fact that three for three were having decisions behind the scenes with other gaming affiliates right. when it comes to tournaments. Of course, MLG are going to feel like they're being sort of hurt and pushed to the side. Yeah, they were being I mean, slighted. They need to. They need to make a decision, commit to that one brand, and, and, and make a run of it. Don't do all the shit going on behind the scenes that's going to cost your reputation with 
the people once again, I mean, MRG were with Bungie, you know, right. spotting that hand that fed you again, and that's from 343. Yeah, so, well, you know what, this, not that I'm going to start my topic here, but that goes in, in hand with my topic in that this is, once again, just another one of those things that shows that 343 wants to separate themselves from anything that had to do with Bungie uh, that's Halo-related. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, but you just... They can't do that. Not anymore. Yeah. They've already done so much that has hurt Halo. To com- to continue to shit on Bungie and say, you know, well, it's our game now and we're doing what we want with it. It's not working for you guys. Yeah. Anyways, go I ahead, finish what, up, because I really want to get into my thing. <laughs> what, 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 whatever happened to, if it ain't broke, don't fucking fix it. You, you know, know what I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Excuse the language, but damn. Oh come on, like, who the fuck cares, man? That's why we have this thing. We can say what we want, you know. Well, well one thing. Well, my thought is that I feel like three four three has already burned the bridge with MLG. I don't think there's going to be. Oh, yeah. There's going to take a lot to repair it. I mean, even this week, two days ago, um, MLG announced that Call of Duty Ghosts will be the upcoming first person shooter in their tournament in Columbus, which takes place November 22nd to the 24th. So they're already moving forward with the next game. Yep. Oh, yeah. Their flagship game. Absolutely. I I, I think personally with a year left to go in Halo, I I don't see any reconciliation. It's going to take a lot, a lot of damage control to repair that relationship. It's going to take the new title. It's going to take Halo 5. It's going to take 343... Sucking it up. Ass, uh, suck it up and kissing ass that have been saying, look, we were wrong. We shouldn't have gone out and, and pretty much fucked you guys over. Um, is there any chance you can possibly forgive us and pick us up again and, and promote us again? But so you know gonna you know why that's not going to happen, though? Because <laughs> since they are representative of Microsoft and Microsoft is the big boy, they don't want to admit that they're wrong, you know? Yeah. Look how much it took for Microsoft to backpedal on the shit that they got over the Xbox One console. You know, at first they said, oh, these things, we can't change these things. These are set in stone. Then that huge uproar that happened after their tent reveal and and E3, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, okay, yeah, we can change it. (laughs) That was one of those rare instances where Microsoft went back. They're not going to do it again. They don't want to do it again. Do you know what's funny about that? Just on that note, just off tangent, and that's um, now they turn around and say, "You see, we listen to the community. We do what the community wants. We we made the decision to go back on what we had because we're good people." No, <laughs> no, the console you helped create. No. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. You created that nonsense bullshit. And if we hadn't raised our voices, you know, and said we're going to go elsewhere with our money, they would have just gone on with it. You know, it was like a big freaking experiment with them, you know? Yeah. Completely, completely off tangent, but I just thought that was funny. Oh, no, you're right. Whenever you read an article on, on whoever's doing an interview on IGN or whatever, they're going, oh, you know, we're just a community because we, we know what we're doing and we, we wouldn't want the community to be angry with us. I mean, geez, Oh, my God. God, God forbid. <laughs> uh, what was very interesting, kind of like as a closing point, was very interesting after the global championships everybody on twitter was like oh my gosh the halo 4 gc was amazing i can't wait for more halo events like this blah 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 and then maybe like 
you know, three weeks later it fizzles out and then MLG announces that they're going to have COD Ghost at MLG Columbus. And it's all like, oh, I'm playing COD now. Back to COD. Mm. It's like I tweeted earlier, like earlier in the week, I was like, would, would you guys just figure out which game you're going to go to and stick with it? Because it's just, it's just annoying to see all over the place. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you, you got to wonder about your loyalties, you know. And, uh, you know, if those guys, if they want to go play COD because that's where the money's at, then you know what? Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out, please. Right. Don't but come back. The, I don't you want you to come back. Be, you know, they're going to be the first ones back to Halo 5 if it takes off. Of course. Yeah. Of course. If somehow, somehow MLG picked up Halo again, they're going to be the first ones on the door saying, oh, you know, we're back. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and you know, if I was the one in charge, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck you guys. You weren't around. You weren't around during the hard times when we needed you because you have that voice and you have those fans. You could have been supporting this game the whole time, but instead you pissed on us and you went to Call of Duty. So fuck you. You're not going to be invited back to our championship again like we did the first time. Yeah. Sorry, that's just me. If I was in charge, that's why I would have never done what 343 did with the Halo Global Championship. I would have only allowed those that actually played in the tournament. No guests, no no pros, no not even Halo community members. No, only those that legitimately played and got there. Yeah. You know, because that was that. And, and as it is, we saw the rampant cheating or we heard about it that went on with the online portion of it, you know. I mean, that's bad enough. Then you know, <sighs> sorry, I, I just, I will, my head will explode if I keep going on. It's just, you know, they lost so much legitimacy there. Yes, the, it, it, the finals looked great. You know, it was a good production and all that. But all this other backhand stuff, all the stuff that happened behind closed doors, or supposedly happened behind closed doors, or what the the masses didn't see, you know, that competition was by no means fair. Um, no, no. You know what's you know what's interesting is even though okay, quote unquote, it might not have been. I mean, to me, the global championship were quite a success. I mean, they they did get a good audience. They they did get an online stream like population that they sure. Agree with. But you got to think, why didn't they carry on that momentum? Why, if they're going to try and push the the competitive scene like that? How come they didn't follow it up a week later with, or two weeks later with another announcement? Why not ride that wave of success right. and then keep pushing that community forward to get more people back to Halo? Instead, they did the, they did the event. They didn't reveal anything. They didn't announce anything. <laughs> they, had other, they had other games like Titanfall <laughs> with their product, pushing their product at the Global Championships. You know what I mean? Like it's well, why not? You remember we talked about this and that and that that would have been the perfect time for them to announce when the Xbox One was going to be available at, at retail, yeah. and they didn't do it yet. What was it like? Two or three days later, they just did it online. You know, on on Xbox or through Major Nelson's blog. It was like, oh yeah, it's going to be out November twenty second. No, why the yeah. fuck didn't you do that during the Halo Global Four Championship? That would have been yeah. the best time to do it. Besides, you would have been doing that with Halo, your franchise that fucking made you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I got I got nothing against Battlefield, but why show a trailer for, for another game? It's going to be your yep. direct competition yep. at some point next year. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're shooting yourself in the foot. You're saying, "Hey guys, this is what we're playing right now. Thanks for playing Halo Four, but hey, 
guess what's coming out next year? Battlefield 4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even next year, it's at launch this year in November. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, I mean, Halo, Halo should be Microsoft's flagship game. Should be. And they should funnel as much money as they need to to make it amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, any more to speak about then with the pros and going to COD and so on? Not much. Um, should be an interesting, interesting month. Um, October is going to be really interesting, especially November. You got MLG Columbus and AGL 10. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, Hey, I speaking know. of AGL, did, did you, or did you not just go to uh, an AGL event? Uh, no, the one in Michigan got canceled. Right. Um, Isn't there yeah. one in Indiana? Yeah, it's it's in November. Oh, and that's the one you'll be going to? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure me and Fumbles are going to go to it. I don't know if we're going to be competing, but we'd probably go and spectate. Okay. Well, so when that happens, you be sure and take some good notes there, and we'll uh, we'll discuss that on the podcast. Speaking of which, uh, since uh, you mentioned about there being this AGL coming up, uh, there is also a Halo 3 uh, tournament that's going to be here in Pittsburgh. Uh, on October 6th, and they're going to have free-for-all 2v2 and 4v4, uh, and that's going to be at Game on LLC. That's the same place that I held my LAN. So any of you that are local that want to come to it, or Zach, if you want Permanis again, <laughs> and you can stay at the house. Oh, man. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so that's going to be there. Uh, you know, that'll be a, a local tournament coming up, uh, and Halo 3. So, you know, it's not something you see. Uh, that often, so glad to have That's that. That's a really cool space. Yeah, I'll be going to that. I'll be uh, doing my little uh, bit of reporting from there, so uh, you know we'll get something going from that. 